0: Welcome to Married AF. We are your hosts, Brooke and Randall Fowler. On this show, we discuss the topics that really
1: matter. Like big veiny cocks and our favorite TV shows.
0: So pull up a chair at our kitchen table and hang out.
1: While I bulldog my nuts. (laughs) Hey, everybody.
0: What up?
1: I have absolutely no idea what episode number
0: this is. Oh, my. Um.
1: Nor does it matter because... I think it's...
0: No, because this is... Yeah, we're recording these intros, I think, out of order on when we're going to post them, so we're not going to oh. say the episode number.
1: That's none of your You'll business. You'll just
0: see it when you listen to it. It'll probably... Oh, you know...
1: <laughs>
0: it may be episode 69.
1: Oh. Well, that... It may maybe, Who knows?
0: Yeah. Because... I think if we do Miller's next, nope, it'll be 70 probably because we'll do whatever. Miller's well, will be 69, yeah, which is Yeah, th-
1: awesome. this one will be, this is Tom.
0: Yes, exactly. So we talked to Tom and I was like flipping back through my notebook to try and find the date. It looks like it was, was it the 6th, uh, January 6th? Sounds good. Because um, the next one... Yeah, I think it was it was around the beginning of January. It was a while ago, guys. Sorry. We've been shit's been crazy.
1: Well, and you've heard him on the episode with Rachel. We had he him on with Rachel.
0: Was on the episode and that was a great time. And this uh this one was a good time. It was just me and Randall and Tom, no Rachel, um, talking about being step parents and navigating through all that. And we answered some questions. And it was a good time. It was nice to talk to Dr. McFeely, or Mr. McFeely. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Dr. McFeely.
1: Yeah. No, Tom was great. I love Tom. He's a mm-hmm. f- funny, smart guy. Yeah. And uh, I like this episode a lot, so I'm looking forward to it being posted while we are at Disney World. Yes,
0: that's right. We this When this comes out, we're going to be in the happiest place on earth, y'all. So, be jealous.
1: Yep. And Good. enjoy. This very sexual episode.
0: <laughs> Alrighty.
2: The way it happens isn't great. So. No,
1: and you're—I mean, if you're a Jets fan, you there's nothing you could see that would surprise you.
2: No, that is tip—that is the way the Jets would lose. So, <laughs> uh, so I don't have any any sympathy for any other any other fans in the NFL. For sure.
1: Yeah, Jets fans have to deal with the butt fumble, babe.
2: Yeah. stop with the butt fumble stop, <laughs> please please stop with the butt Leave fumble i get it i know
0: <laughs> i don't know. I, know I don't know if i know exactly what that is i when, think but you don't you have can, to explain you it google it and you'll yeah. see it and it's that's horrible. fine it's fine i feel you i mean like i've been you know the saints are good right now but i've been a saints fan forever yeah they're and they used to be hot garbage but
2: for years yes. uh they're yeah. good they're yeah. good. They're, I think they're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, so. this
0: year, I really, really, that would be amazing. And it's in Atlanta, which doesn't mean that we would go because
2: oh, yeah, the tickets right. are a million dollars. We should go. Oh, my Absolutely. God. Absolutely. You should get one of your sponsors to pony up some tickets. I know, right?
1: Uh, I like I like watching them at home. I know it sounds weird, but you got the best seat in the house at home.
2: It's true. <laughs> Clean yeah, bathrooms. It's very true. <laughs> football's Football's kind of football's
1: terrible in person yeah i've always said that like i mean it's cool to like if you never have to get the experience and like yeah go to all these stadiums like that would be cool once (laughs) yeah absolutely you know once i get but so next year you got to get in our fantasy league i didn't know you played fantasy league League. yeah our winner uh we get them a a wwe style custom belt made every year and uh we used to both be good, and then the last few years, we've sucked the big dick. And... Uh-oh. I didn't What's even the, pay uh, attention. Do you issue? know why, or? <sighs> no, I mean, it, you know, I think the first, we're bad drafters. Oh, I wouldn't say nah. that. We're bad on the, the wire. Like, my brother is fucking, he can have the worst draft on earth, but he'll pick up all, you know, it's playing the wire right.
2: I did that yeah, for it a few is. years, too. I love to draft, and I don't, I don't. For me, football's better than baseball because baseball's every single day for six months, and I just by September I want to slip my wrists. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: But but football's a little easier, but still I don't even pay attention as much as I should. Yeah. Uh, But uh, yeah, I'm in. If you have a spot, I'm in. Yeah. I'm always looking for people. I've got baseball and football leagues, and uh, so if you're looking for another league, let me know. (laughs) Well,
1: I want to go ahead and we can. Well, I don't even think we introduced Tom yet. This is, uh, of course, Tom McFeely. She, uh, she. She's a beautiful lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah can, absolutely. She can
0: tell. He <laughs> as you can the, tell from her voice. He's the, he's the other half of the I'll say like Randall does the the all powerful. Yes. Rachel Miller.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who can, I
0: still want to convince her to change her last name to McFeely cuz fucking Dr. McFeely
1: is a
2: marketing. I know. I know. It sounds like I know, it sounds like either a bad movie character <laughs> or like a rock star or or something. Yeah. Or as I tell her all the time, a sex therapist.
0: Right, exactly. Dude. But it would
2: be like sex therapist with a local cable show. I mean, <laughs> it would be good. Hundred percent.
0: Wow, it's exactly. Dr. It's uh,
2: destiny. It's just awful.
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, we nope, have forget it, but it's awful. <laughs> we do have to mention uh, the powerful Richard Miller, 2018 contributor of the year. Yep, of absolutely. Course.
2: We got that in the uh, in the mail just yesterday. Oh, awesome! Yay. Great. Yeah, it's proudly on display actually right now on our coffee table.
0: Beautiful. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
2: Beautiful.
0: For everyone to see.
1: Well, so Absolutely. some of the listeners will remember from the very first time we had uh, Rachel on and we, talk, we were talking about step parenting. Um, and we had kind of were in the discussion. We we're like, you know, we need to do an episode about that.
0: Is that one of the, was that
1: the was, first Was I think one? it was the very first wow. one because we were talking about Tom and you, uh-huh. you know, being step parents. And. Just how much appreciation I've always had for a step-parent, but then when me and you got together and seeing it,
3: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, I don't know how it feels because I'm not you, (laughs) yes, exactly, but getting to see it and how it works, I could understand two things. One, how hard it could be for some people, you know, of doing that, and then number Mm -hmm. two of how awesome it is Mm -hmm. um, to see and watch that relationship grow, so... The way Absolutely. I looked at it was I would collect some questions. We've gotten some, uh, we've got three or four from listeners and then some that I just thought I wanted to know about, but, yeah. you know, me and you probably have never discussed and okay. you know, these questions don't have to be, doesn't mean that they're related to any of our specific, specific situations, but just about sure. being a step parent in general, because I know a lot of people that are step parents that have struggled with the, um, uh, you know, just how hard that is. I can't offer anything on it, so I'm the question asker. You guys can be the contributors.
2: And but you've been an observer. Sure. And that, you know, that means a lot to people who are step parents and, and people who really, you know, for me, I didn't formally become a step parent for several years. So, you know, which adds a different layer of sort of complexity to the relationship. But, uh, and being in that, what I'll call step dating relationship, uh, it is very difficult too. And then, um, yep. you know, it, so, as an observer, I'm sure you have things you've seen and and things you've learned and things you can contribute. So, you know, don't just ask the questions. Jump on in. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure. Well, I yeah. want to do
1: uh, our shot here. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll do it to step parents. Yeah, Hell
0: yeah. Here we got the
1: muscle Cheers. vodka and Cheers. the uh, the juicy ton. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> All What's right.
0: That? It's a that's like the lime something or other. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We did this. I was. Kind of in the same situation you were, Tom, where Randall and I were dating for a long time. And we were dating for a few years before Griffin even started coming here.
1: Yeah, we even had a kid together.
0: No, no. You're going way out of order.
1: <laughs> Come on, Randall. Stay in line. We were
0: dating <laughs> for Yes. A while. I'm agreeing with you. Then Griffin started coming here.
1: Oh yes. I'm talking about we were we had a kid before you were, you were an-, an official step parent.
0: No, no. And then like i we were still just dating but it was like like he was saying like the step dating parent you're not you're not officially their step parent agreed but i mean and that was years where Mm -hmm. griffin but griffin just started calling me his stepmom because it was i think he even found it stupid to say that's my dad's girlfriend
2: yeah yeah (laughs) it's you know it's 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 really kind of i don't say set in stone before it becomes formal but but when when that relationship between the the we'll call the step parent to be right. <laughs> and the parent uh you know once that's serious then that becomes an esse- essentially a step parenting relationship mm-hmm. um so so the formal title doesn't mean anything and and uh but you really build your relationships in those in those early years and oh, it yeah. really goes a long way to you know to your relationship as well it can really have a, a very positive or negative effect, depending on how the, how those years go.
1: Well, I'm already going off of uh, off of my sh- my own script that I have written off, and <laughs> I'm coming up with a brand new question because that just triggered okay, one. Okay, go. Okay. So, how was it. it? What was it like for you guys when you're in a relationship with somebody you know that they have children from a previous relationship? How long do you think it should be that the two of you are together before the kids are introduced to another possible parental role person? Mm -hmm. Like, is it okay to immediately introduce the kids to your new person? Or should you wait till you know that this is really serious? That way you're not bringing people in and out of your kids' lives.
2: What do y'all think? No, that makes makes a lot of sense. I think, and you know, obviously I think it varies by situation. Everyone's you know there's no one step parenting relationship or situation that is quite like another it's mm-hmm. almost like snowflakes <laughs> uh, so I, I think it really goes on and I, I think step parents for me sort of follow the lead of the parent so for me the answer is really when when the person you're dating or, or the person you're getting serious with uh, thinks it's the right time Yeah, I, and, and in most of the answers I'll have tonight kind of talk about that, really the kind of stepping back and being a half step behind mm-hmm. um, and, and deferring to the the parenting style, the parent themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for us, it happened pretty quickly. Um, Rachel was separated. She was actually living with her parents at the time. And uh, McLaren was on her at her side the whole time. So even having any, you mm-hmm. know, we were long distance. So anytime Rachel and I talked, it was an event uh, really around McLaren. So she knew about me uh, right away. And then, uh, we moved you know, pretty quickly, uh, all things considered, you know, we had, uh, different circumstances kind of, uh, come together that, that brought me out here a little quicker than we had planned. Um, so for us, it was, it was pretty quick, uh, weeks really. And, uh, but I, everyone is, everyone is different. Every situation is unique.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that because you're, it, it is very different than ours because you were going into a relationship with the mother of the children. And so Mm -hmm.
2: naturally,
0: they're going to always be with her. And so it was a little bit easier, I guess, to ease Griffin in because it was, you know, I was dating the dad, and we lived in different states, and it was... Yeah, we only uh, have
1: him every other weekend, so yeah. Right,
0: but even like, I mean, when you were... You know, when we first started dating, Randall was still living in Alabama, so he was traveling back and forth, and it was not something that, you know, even though his him and his ex-wife were splitting up and everything, like, it wasn't something, he didn't have a place to live here, and it wasn't like, even though this was pretty much his house already, it was just a little bit different of a timeline. I mean, I think Randall would have immediately brought him here and introduced Mm -hmm. me if he could have, but... It was just. But
2: there's always there's always what I call marital politics yes. involved yeah. too. There's it's not it's not even simply uh, the, the child and and the we'll call it significant other uh-huh. uh, before sure. they become the step parent. It is there's a there's another parent involved usually, and that's sure. you know that's a factor in the equation as well. And yeah. and you're right, it's it's different if uh, if in most cases if you're the mother and you have the the children ten out of fourteen days or uh, you know, th- when the father has them every other weekend or every weekend, that that's a much different equation. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think fathers get to sort of hide, <laughs> hide the significant other a little bit longer or have that ability to do so more than mothers. Oh, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it really depends on so many different factors, but you know, that's, that's one basic factor that, you know, the, the mothers generally have the children more.
1: And you get into, uh, for me, you know, you, I'm sure we all know people that have children and you've seen them. The kids have been through, you know, a parent or parents splitting up. And then those parents could date four or five different people. And when the kids are young, they're, I don't know, I've just always been worried about that. You don't want to introduce them to, you know, have five different revolving revolving door parents. And then just the stress of what that... You know I don't know what that would be like, but I would imagine it's tough to be like you know every every dad or mom stepmom I meet leaves you know so you you do want to make sure that you're good and I sure. knew we were you know yeah, for yeah
2: sure. it, it, it really it's reliant in many ways on on the uh on the parent and whether they are uh comfortable with the person or, or whether they're know what they want in a partner you know a lot of times it's you don't want to introduce people that come and go and come and go like revolving doors you say um so for rachel and i it was you know i think i think we all know that rachel doesn't do things unless she's completely sure
3: Uh, (laughs) so there
2: was there was kind of a little risk in that for her and and for me as well you know we both knew what we wanted, and we both knew what we had, so we were comfortable moving forward and we were comfortable introducing me to the kids pretty quickly um and I talked to McLaren before I got out here on the phone several times and so we had somewhat of a relationship um but yeah, you're right if the if the uh, if the other if the parent is gonna date for a while and not necessarily seriously, then then that's a different equation. You don't want to introduce people that may or may not work out you you really need to wait until you find you generally find one that sticks, I would think,
1: yeah, and so. I was interested in both of your thoughts of what was it like for both of you the first time that you meet your, you know, eventual stepkid. And I mean, even though when you, both of you, when you met them, you weren't official step parents yet, but mm-hmm. is, are you, were you nervous? Was it, a, you know, cause I would imagine it would be nerving, right? Like it would, I would be nervous. Oh yeah. Absolutely.
2: Burke, oh. Why
0: don't you grab this one first? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it sounds like mine was d- definitely different um from yours as well like it, you had kind of a soft meeting i guess because you you talked to her on the phone and stuff it was a it was a very like i'd never talked to griffin on the phone or anything and it was i i mean i was a ball of nerves like before randall got here with him i mean it, it was you know he was a seven-year-old little boy and mm-hmm. there's nothing to sure. be you know it's like i was anything to be scared of he's a amazing kid but I was so nervous that he was not gonna like me and he was gonna be like who is this lady with my dad like and
1: breaking up my family right sure I mean <laughs> I, I didn't
0: know what yeah, I, mean, no, I didn't know what I mean it, it turns out you know his mom has done all the right things as far as like not said anything about no, about us to him all that's been great um so he came over here like completely he looked a little nervous, too, when he mm-hmm. got here. So that made me feel like, okay, we're both like...
1: Yeah, this is good. Uh, yeah. Both.
0: So, I, I mean, it was... Yeah, I was so nervous. and But when he got here, and then once we like... I think, what did we do right after he got here? He was excited to see John, because John was actually a puppy... um randall had gotten like he named john and yeah. and he got john in huntsville and had stayed there for like four days and then brought him here to me so he was like oh john like he hadn't seen this dog that he named in like so many years so that helped break the ice and then like i think we played video games and
1: yeah we had his room ready for it. like it was yeah it was as good as could be
2: that <laughs> oh yeah absolutely but, and for and for me it was uh i, I had a little of both because i had at the time, uh, McLaren was generally living with Rachel at Rachel's parents' house, and, and Mason, for the most part, was staying with his dad. Oh. So I got to know McLaren, like I said, by, by phone calls, and when I met her, it was actually her ninth birthday. Oh, and um, so I wasn't nervous about it. I knew I knew we'd get along, and I knew uh, the kind of kid she was already. Um, so it was you know it, it was perfectly fine. Um, She gave me a hug first minute she met me, and and she's not a kid who hugs. So I know that either someone told her to do that or (laughs) she's naturally just a nice kid. Um, Mason was, you know, a little bit, you know, uh, I was a little bit nervous for that just because I didn't know what to expect. And and I say this all the time, the success of step-parents and and people in a step-parenting type relationship, uh, the success of that relationship is often really up to the kids themselves. Yeah. If, if, you know, Mason was staying with his dad summer, he was, he was 12 years old that summer and he, uh, you know, he's his dad. I don't want to take him away from his dad. I don't want to be his dad. Um, I don't want to, you know, talk bad about his dad. I'm not, I'm not there to fill that role. And, and, uh, you know, he was, he was a kid who, you know, both kids gave me a wide open chance. They didn't, hold anything against me i think they were happy that they could move out of their grandparents house or mm-hmm. uh, so so i think they gave me a chance from from day one and that really kind of made all the difference for me uh, so mason it turned out to be fine with mason i was just a little bit more anxious about that one because i hadn't had that previous exposure for the most part
3: yeah
2: uh, but but he was, he was he was he was fine with it and and you know as, as boys are you know if he was you know he needed his own space and i gave him the space and and then you just kind of progress as time goes along. But yeah, I was, I was a little bit nervous, but, um, but I, you know, like I said, I had talked to McLaren beforehand and and uh, was sort of ready to meet her when I did.
0: It's, yeah. So it almost sounds like your situation with Mason was very similar to mine because Mason was living with the parent. That's like yeah. the same yeah. uh, like mm-hmm. role type as yours, you know? So like, cause that same thing out I, I, you know, I, I'm not, he has a mom like, and he loves his mom and, that's a great relationship. I'm not here to try and be his mom, but yet still be a parental figure. But it's like that fine line. Yeah. Well, of- that
1: that's a perfect segue into this uh, question I had. And this is just for me. And I, I know it's going to sound weird, but, and I don't want it to be. But <laughs> So our step, our step parents, parents, I have my own answer, but who cares? I want to know what you guys think.
2: Yeah. Um, they're Parental figures. I don't. I don't really want to be a parent to to either kid. Uh, I want to be a, a really a positive influence on them. Um, I don't want to quite be their friend, but I, I want to be an ally for them. Um, so I, I say the answer is no, oh. uh, because you, you're not. You're not their parent for sure. Um, and you're not. I, I really don't think you're a parent. Um, which seems a little bit weird. Um, but. Sure. Uh, but I think you're, it's such a different kind of relationship. Um, you can have some parental, whether it's authority or influence, or you definitely have a parental role. Um, but I think until you, uh, I think the last person to decide if a step person is a parent is, would be a step parent is a, as a, as a parent, uh, would be the step parent, if that sure. makes any sense. No, that they, makes
1: total sense, actually.
2: The, 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 the kids, uh, the, 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 your, what, your partner, uh, they sort of have to almost put you in that role or, or you grow into that role. Um, but by the time you grow into that role, I think children are either young adults or, or really kind of advanced teens. Um, so I, I think the answer is no, only because I think that's such a unique relationship uh, and there are so many other elements to it, so I, I don't think yeah. it's anything like being a parent. Sometimes, I guess, in some situations, you, you do take on those roles and responsibilities. But um, for me, I don't think I don't think the answer could be yes.
0: Yeah, I think I guess I'm thinking like because you're a parental figure, mm-hmm. but yeah, for sure you're not. I mean, the it's being the parent of Griffin's brother added a whole new layer into our relationship because... Of course, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was... It, it was more of just, like, a... Uh, authority figure slash, like, I am, like, not his friend, but, like, not... But I mean, just,
1: just like what Tom was saying. I yeah. Tom put it great. But yeah. then when you had Gunner, it puts a whole nother like, uh... I would only imagine if I were Griffin and that happened, like... Now there's a whole nother level of y'all's Connection. involvement yeah. yeah. or connect. Cause you know, that's his little brother. So mm-hmm. now damn, it, I have to even, I have to listen to Brooklyn even more. Because, <laughs> yeah. I think,
2: yeah. I think the most important relationships kids have, obviously their relationships with their own parents are crucial, but, um, but I, I think every kid needs uh, a good adult relationship outside of their, their mother and their father uh, or, or, or their parents. Um, so I think if you can be that for them, you know, you might grow into the parenting role, but I think any step parent who has an idea in their mind about what role they want to be or whether they want to be the parent, you can't predefine your role and yeah. you sort of have to be flexible in it. And, and if you, if you do let the relationship become whatever it becomes, it, you know, maybe parenting, it may not be, but, um, you sort of have to let that sort of grow and evolve on its own. Cause there's, like I said, there's always different layers to it.
1: Well, so let me ask you this. This, this takes us to sure. our first uh, listener question. Okay, cool. Um, and this is uh, pretty funny.
3: Hmm.
1: My stepkid calls me by my first name, and I think it's weird.
0: What?
1: Is it bad if I make them call me stepdad?
0: Yeah, that's weird. Which one? It, calling him what? stepdad.
2: Okay. It's weird. I think I think first name is natural. I think yeah. calling him stepdad um, is uh is is weirder yeah that's super <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I wouldn't want them to call me you know mason Mason once got me a mug that said world's greatest stepdad, and even that made me a little uncomfortable <laughs> but I, you know, I love the mug, it's my favorite mug I would run in if there was a fire, I'd run in and save the mug but uh, but he's never called me stepdad uh so you know they they call me Tom. Um, sometimes they, they call me names I can't say. Well, actually, <laughs> sure. I can say, yeah, I, I you can, absolutely but... can say yeah. whatever you like. <laughs> you know, I get shithead sometimes, and uh, <laughs> no, they're, they're great kids, but they they just call me by my name, and that's that's fine, it's the way it's always been.
1: Yeah, well, okay. so did you lay that down? Um, and I, I'll put this to you, babe, because sure. I kind of remember, but so when you meet Griffin or your new, you know, gonna be step kid, should you say? Should that conversation even be had, or should it just be like, you know what, whatever comes out of their mouth is fine?
0: Well, you introduced me and said, this is Brooke. Yes. And so there you go. I mean, and that's, we didn't even have the discussion beforehand, because I didn't know there was, like, that's, I just naturally assumed that he would call me by my first name, because, I mean, I'm...
1: Well, that's where I'm going with this, because this listener obviously hates that, They're calling him, you know, Dave or whatever. Yeah. Which is weird to me that he should be fine with him calling him Dave because the way we did, we just did the assumptive. You know, he's going to call you Brooke, and he always has, and right. That's great.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, I think I think the listener will will call him Dave. Using your example, (laughs) I think Dave is probably looking for a little more uh, intimacy in the in the name. Be, um, I yeah. think he's looking for a little bit more than uh, or, or, or formality in, in the relationship perhaps. but um, God, I'm sounding like Rachel uh, <laughs> But I think you know but I think in most cases, you know, like you said earlier, you you date for a while before you before they become the step parent. So sure. the first name is really the natural way to start anyway. Yeah. and then I don't see I think the step parenting relationship is so informal slash dotted line that it's not a real formal title. I don't think it lends itself to, you know, someone calling you stepdad or stepmom. Um, so, you know, I wonder why, you know, the, the guy we're calling Dave uh, does feel that way because I, I feel the opposite way. Yeah, and that's why I've
1: always thought and I've said it before that the step parent is such a cool-ass role if you if people embrace it correctly, because you can really be a hybrid of just a smorgasbord of things, you know, that, a, that the biological parent can't be and could be, you know, there could be problems if they tried to be in that role. You know, it's a very unique,
0: yeah.
1: um, a lot of opportunity, I guess yeah. is what I'm trying it's to say. It's
0: almost more like, and maybe it feels this way because Griffin is so close to like my family that's here, mm-hmm. but it feels almost like, and this is going to sound stupid, but like an aunt, but like an Yeah, aunt,
1: like an aunt role. An
0: aunt plus. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, and that's fine to say. There's no way to really define uh, it. So. Just
0: because of the, the dynamic and the relationship mm-hmm. because sure. it's still an authority figure, like a parental type figure, obviously, but you're not their actual mom mm-hmm. or dad like so
2: well so yeah the one the one thing i did when i got here and, and it wasn't really about having the authority but I, I made sure the kids knew that i was an extension of the of their mother mm-hmm. so if i told them something then it was as if their mother was telling them that um so that they didn't try to i don't say step all over me but sure. um I just didn't really want them trying to get away with shit with me. Right. Like yeah. it, that, that can become awkward if, if, if you're the one who gives them everything and, and their parent doesn't give them anything, um, you know, because that can hurt your relationship with, with your significant other. Yeah, um,
0: Randall did that here. He made it clear, you know, that I don't know when you had that discussion, but it was, and you and I talked about it too. Like, hey, I'm going to back you up. You back me up. Mm-hmm, sure. Know, it, it well, was
1: that's a- the, I would think, I'm sure Rachel was the same way with Tom. Right. Oh, yeah. It's going to boil down to the, you know, the parent and the step parent's mm-hmm. relationship. Real ultimately is what's going to make this step parent successful, or it could sabotage it if they're not on the same. Yeah, page.
2: Yeah, they have to be on the same page. Mm-hmm. And, and, and as you guys obviously know from talking with Rachel so frequently, that uh, Rachel's her number one priority for her children is their authenticity, mm-hmm. and they get to be themselves. And, and that means, you know, they get to make their own mistakes and they get a little bit more leash sure. uh, if they choose to take it. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of times when you give kids responsibility, they don't take as much leash, as leash as they, they do in other situations. So, so in, in my situation, that was a little bit, you know, that's, that's the way I'd like to think that I would parent. I don't have my own, I don't have children of my own. So, um, I, I would like to think that I would, I would have more rules. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how much more strict I would be, but, um, But, you know, you get in that situation where you have to follow their lead and you have to be on the same page in terms of uh, how they, uh, you know, like I said, honor the way they raise their children and Mm -hmm. uh, really kind of take that half step back and and support that rather than uh, try to do it your own way or, you know, impose your own will or rules around, you know, whatever you would do. Um, So it's an interesting situation. But you you, like you said, you if you're communicating well and, and you have that. Uh, that same vision for the children and the same idea, Mm -hmm. uh, then, then it works really well. All right. So Pete, this situation, this is
1: also a listener question. Mm
2: -hmm. Okay. I've
1: I've always wondered this myself, just in my own head, but what would you do in the situation if your stepchild comes to you? And I think Tom may have more experience because his are older. Uh We're, kind of starting to get into that age now with Griffin. Um, If they come to you and they confide in you, which I would imagine would feel great. They come to you with something and that is a great role for the step parent. Mm -hmm. And they say, they tell you something. They say, please don't, don't tell my parents.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: So what's the line of where you will honor that? If, if at all, are you going to tell every single thing they tell you to the parent? Or are you going to make a decision of like, you know what? That's so Minuscule, and I want to keep their trust. I won't say a thing. How would that um, work?
2: I, for me, you know, I've actually had that situation. Mason, Mason told me something in confidence, and specifically stated it's the only thing he's ever said. You know, don't tell mom. And it, nothing terrible. It's just mm-hmm, something sure. he wanted to talk to me about. Yeah. Um. What he didn't kind of consider when when having that conversation with me it was just a problem he was working through. Sure. Uh, what he didn't consider in that situation was that he's had similar conversations with his mother about similar situations and she's talked to me about those. Mm -hmm. So I sort of knew what she had, what advice she had given him about something similar. Um, So I was really kind of able to do both things, which was great was to number one, keep his confidence, which I have, Mm -hmm. but number two, also know what Rachel would have thought or what Rachel had done in a similar situation. Um, And and so I I gave him my own advice Mm -hmm. because that's what he looked for. But I also sort of knew, um how Rachel would feel about it um i wouldn't give up a secret if they asked you something in confidence i think that's the worst thing a a, a yeah. step parent can do unless <laughs> they're in trouble you know yeah. like right. if it deals with drugs or committing crimes Illegal or things, things more serious yeah. things uh, <laughs> you know i think if you lose their trust and their confidence um it's it's really hard to to win it back um, and when you make a mistake, I think you have to own up to it and, and apologize and explain it. Um, but yeah, I, I I I've kept the confidence of of Mason and.
0: Oh, well, now now the cat's out of the bag, time. Tom. Rachel's gonna be <laughs> yeah. like, "What
1: the fuck?" Well, I'm sure she's like, you know, what? I'm glad he did. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's how I would feel because if they come to you and they're like, Tom, yeah, you know, I'll be honest, I tried a cigarette tonight at this party and it was disgusting. <laughs> And I turn green, but please don't tell mom. She'll kill me. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't tell either. No. I'd be like, you know what? You learned your lesson. That's hilarious. Everyone tries it, so yeah. you're fine. Yeah,
2: no, totally. You know, yeah, to no, absolutely. I, I, you, know was, you know, Tom. I like to have sex with penguins. Uh, um, well, uh, um, that's... I don't. I actually don't want. I do, don't know what I do with that because yes. that's kind of a little strange, but you know, that certainly wasn't, wasn't the situation. um, Yeah, it was, it was just a, it was really, he needed some advice on something that, that he'd asked his mother about previously, I think, in another situation. So, um, but yeah, I think if if it was harmless to not give the specifics to his mother about that and and, uh, really goes a long way in building a relationship with him.
0: No, and that's got to feel good that he's coming to you with something like that.
2: Absolutely. It's, it's really, you know, when I got here, they were 12 and nine. Um, and, and it's really it's been an evolution. Step parenting is is a, is a very long game. Oh yeah. And, and and the thing I always say to to Rachel is is that you know even you know when it was been and the the teenage years are rough. I mean they're yeah. you know all of their anger comes out. Um, they're angry at everything, but but a lot of times it comes out at you, uh, and you just have to know that ahead of time and and be able to have that thick skin to have it. Um, so yeah, w- when they were you know it's an ev- like I said it's an evolution it's a long game. And to do it right, you have to bite your tongue. You have to step away. You have to, you know, uh-huh. not only be the adult, obviously, but sometimes be the bigger person in the situation, um, and, and know that it's gonna, it, it's gonna work out, and it's gonna be worth it in the end.
0: Yeah, and not try and rush everything and force it either. You know, like that was kind of my biggest, uh, like how I approached this whole relationship was, I don't want to like try and force being too close or like best friends with them right away or you know? too far or too
2: uh, like or too y- far yeah yeah because- you know, they, they, they listen to everything you say and they watch everything you do mm-hmm. and and if that meets with their approval uh then you'll be fine you know no matter what you do if you even if you try if you buy them if you try too hard if you you know give them too much space um right. I, I think that all that matters less than, than what you do and what you say um and particularly if those things match uh, I think you'll be in fine shape, but you're right. You, you can't force it. You have to kind of, like I said, play the long game and, and like, you know, work out. And it just works out if you take it that way, I think.
1: And I, I honestly think this, is, this might be the only one thing I can contribute, mm-hmm. really, that where I feel the best about it. And I think would be the most important thing in our situation mm-hmm. was that Griffin got to see how we treat each other. Each you know me and you yeah, and I almost felt like I could see, and it would be normal. I would imagine for any kid. Well,
0: that's what killed you about the end of your with, marriage with
1: skeptical eyes, and they want to see how are these two together.
0: Right, because it you were he he was living in a house with you, with his parents that he loves both of them, but you guys weren't getting along. Not that you were doing no, it, it, yeah. it's evident, mm-hmm. you know, and then. To come into a house where like, you know, his parents are separate now. And then for each of them, because now his mm-hmm. mom's in a good relationship. I mean, and it's, you know, to have both your parents happy and like, oh, this is what it's.
1: Sure. It can put them in a much yeah. calmer, more comfortable space. This is how they're supposed to be.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, you, you teach by example and, and you know, most teenagers know that adults are full of shit. Yeah. And if you, if you show them you're not full of shit. Uh, they will respect you even more, and, and sometimes even more than a parent, um, because you're in this by choice. You know, you're. For me, the attitude was, uh, you know, I'm not just dating Rachel and not just moving in with Rachel. It's 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 we're creating a a, a familial unit here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I don't want to say they're part of the deal because that sounds, you know, like I didn't have a choice. I did right. have a choice, and mm-hmm. and and I chose them. And the best, so the best I can do is show them. How to be a good man, how to have a relationship show them a good relationship with a woman, um, to say nothing of, of their father or any other adult. I can just show them what I Sure, you know, no, yeah, totally who I am and, and how I live and, and hope that uh that I do it right and I give them a good example and that they that they do observe that. And they generally do. I mean teenagers are, are more observant and, and smart than, than really anyone gives them credit for. Oh, sure. I'm just well,
0: glad that we have Griffin as my stepson selfishly and as a teenager because he's so chill yeah he's like the most chill i mean he was bouncing off the walls bananas like gunner when he was younger but like he's probably the most easygoing teenager i've ever met however if it was flipped and gunner was the stepchild Mm -hmm. he's
1: he's a rascal full
0: of piss and vinegar Mm -hmm. and I ju- I, like, I handful. can see him being way more of a handful as a teenager than Griffin is. Oh, sure. So I'm just very lucky <laughs> that, <laughs> that my stepson is just like. Well,
1: that's, that's so true. <laughs> but so, Tom, you can answer this one for this listener. Brooke can't because she doesn't have two and you do. Okay. Um, this listener has two stepchildren and they can't help but uh, realize that they show favoritism to one over the other. <sighs> is that normal? <laughs> How would you, I would, I would assume that's kind of normal, but you wouldn't maybe put it out
2: there, but. Well, I, I, it's, it's hard. I mean, that's a tough question. Um, Yeah. I, I think, you know, every kid thinks the other kid's the favorite or another child is, is the favorite Um, for us, you know, Mason says it of, of, of Rachel too, that, that McLaren's the favorite. Um, And she's a wonderful child and she's, got such a great personality and uh but the thing about her is that she asks for things. She asks for what she wants. Okay. And and for Mason like giving Mason things and giving him gifts isn't his his nature. So and it is for McLaren. So when he sees, you know, McLaren getting gifts or McLaren getting attention, which is the things that she thrives on, it looks like she's the favorite, but that's also sort of her you know, what I'll call the love language of, of McLaren. That's, Mm -hmm. that's the way Uh she feels validated and loved information. It's just, uh, it's just something else. So, you know, appearances always uh, are are always weird. And everyone's going to draw conclusions. You know, I I think, you know, rather than, than having favorites um, I think you really love them in different ways. And it's, it's really just like a parent. I don't think it's really any different. Um, You like certain things about one of them and, and, and you don't Mm -hmm. like certain things about them as well. Sure. Um, But I'm not, sure it's a tough question I'm not doing yeah. well with it but uh well I think yeah. Rachel I, I,
0: I think we had we had kind of a similar discussion with Rachel about like showing favorite because it's it is it's the same discussion with parents of multiple kids um so like we could ask you Randall mm-hmm. you know like you have two sons but the way Rachel answered it was like of course I don't have a favorite but I have favorite activities that I like like to do with one over the other and like there's yeah.
2: there's just Yeah, McLaren likes to do things yeah. and, and Mason pretty much I don't want to say keeps to himself, but you know, he keeps himself more than she does. So you She's I think we likes find to ourselves just doing more things with McLaren <laughs> on our own. Yeah. And that looks like favoritism, but all, we're also treating Mason the way he wants to be treated. So Right. Uh, you know, like I said, appearances can can indicate or not indicate whatever you want them to.
1: Yeah, yeah and that's you flipping that on its ear to ask me that's Hilarious, and it's true. <laughs> so I'm gonna take yeah. a, I'm gonna take a shot at it. Uh-huh.
3: Okay.
1: The way that I would put it, I I don't think it's possible to have favorites if you have two, whether it's stepkids or or biological kids. But if they're different ages, you're at different places, and yeah. your love for them and how you love them. So yeah. it can obviously look more if you're having to discipline. One way more than the other one, but it's because they're still formative. You know, yeah. like with Gunner, I have to beat Innocent, but he's five. So he requires so that. So
0: Griffin's your favorite, no. Is what you're saying. No, that's <laughs>
1: what I'm saying. When Griffin was five, he got the Thunderdome too, and he needed it. But now that he's getting older, uh-huh. he doesn't require as much Thunderdoming. Yeah. And so if you're looking at the, this time and space, yeah. it would look that, but it's absolutely not too apparent. No, but you're doing an injustice if you don't give them... For that time and place, mm-hmm. what's important when you're raising them? So it's yeah. going to the outside eye, which I've never—I wouldn't give a shit anyway what other people would think about it. Yeah, I know true. to me, you know, I'd jump, I jump—I yeah, jump I, on I, I think, a bomb for either one of them in the same amount of time. So yeah, <laughs> it,
2: yeah. yeah the que- the question is a trap anyway because no matter how you answer it, someone's going to take sure. objection. You can't yeah. pick a favorite, or but I think you know I, I think the way to answer that or, or the way to measure that better is is how did how did you treat them or or what was your relationship with them with them when they were both five? Exactly. Uh, as opposed to right now, because kids need different things. And, and the kid who, you know, maybe the kid who has to run to soccer practice six times a week and has swimming practice two other days. Maybe they're not your favorite because you have to do more things for them <laughs> sure. than the kid who's just going to chill and sits on the couch doing nothing. Yeah, I mean, it all, it all depends. But I think it's it's probably better to kind of measure that. um, uh, against the, when they're at the, the same age, the exactly. same different, same experience. Um, and, and I do think that there are things about each of them you like better than mm-hmm. you like in the other one. You know, McLaren, I think, has a better sense of humor than Mason. So I love, you know, kind of goofing with her a bunch. Um, but there are things I like to do with Mason more than, than I like to do with McLaren. So it's just a, just different things and, and different activities, and you just have to find what those are. Um, but, yeah, the yeah. The, the, the favorite question a trap because relationships don't really work like that. And, and um, But, yeah, like I said, I, I think you really kind of – if you the best way to measure that would be how you treat them at the same age.
1: Yeah, and I don't think you should uh, – this listener should – really concern herself with it you know like it sounds like it's bothering her and i don't, I don't just don't think you should you should even it's well, just, just, just more stress than it, needed get it out of your head and yeah just because do
0: your best with each of them for whatever activities and specific like connections you guys have and don't try and focus on oh my is so and so gonna think that this other of their course. brother or sister is my favorite like it's just that's you can't
1: no, and there's nothing wrong with you if you have different activities that you prefer doing with one over yeah. the other. There's nothing wrong with that. That like Yeah, you just time uh, so I think
2: you, you just need to show them you love them, that you uh-huh. have their back and and that you're there for them anytime they need them they, they need you. So, um, ultimately that's what it comes down to, that's you know, if absolutely. If on yeah. June 12th you think someone's your favorite over another one, that's <laughs> small potatoes versus the big picture of whether you of have their back.
1: Uh-huh. And if you think they're not doing the exact same thing with parents, mm-hmm. there's a oh, parent sure. that Absolutely. they want, that they enjoy this with more, and there's one, you know, oh, it's for life. Sure. It's totally normal. So I'd tell her to not worry about it.
2: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: All right. Um, now this one is a loaded question.
0: Uh, another one.
1: Um, <laughs> my stepkids seem to intentionally from time to time take shots at me, and if I'm honest, it makes me not like them. All I've ever been is giving of my time, money, and love. I just don't get the hate. Have either of you ever had to deal with that, and how did you handle it? You kind of touched yeah, on I mean, it a little bit, I, Tom, that you said you had to... A-
2: yeah, I think I said earlier that, you know, whatever they're going through, particularly as teenagers, um, you know, teenagers, I don't want to say hate everyone, but, <laughs> but, um, but things that frustrate teenagers or things that make them mad oftentimes come down on the step parent, and, and cause we're an easy target. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're, we're not a parent and there's really almost no risk in, in, in laying us out, you know, uh, not physically, but, um, but there's just no risk in, 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 venting the anger towards us. Cause we're, we're sort of like sponges. Um, there, you know, sure. There were times that, that both children made me mad and, and I was not as good at it in the beginning. Um, just knowing that the anger was going to be directed at me a lot of times when, when I had nothing to do with what was going on. Um, and it's just a sort of a hard lesson of, of being a step parent. And, you know, as I've said so many times already tonight that, you know, they'll just, as they age, they'll understand uh, not necessarily what they've done, but they'll, they'll recognize that you took that anger and, um, and you didn't lash back out at them and you, and you let yeah. them sort of vent uh, to you. And, and I think that's important. That's huge.
0: Yeah, teenagers can be tough. I mean, I, I know I've seen my sisters go through it, and it's...
1: They do come out the other side. Like, that's a good thing, <laughs> though. When you see one that hits that little patch, and, yes. but then they, they're out of it in a couple of years, and they're just successful
2: young adults. And they it's... can
0: even look back and say, man, I was an asshole. Sorry sure. about oh, that. So
2: much fun, yeah. Yeah. Mason, has come, <laughs> Mason came out of that before he left. Uh-huh. Um, he came out of that, and, and we have a tremendous relationship Yeah. Um, uh, mostly, like I said, in the beginning, he, he gave me room to succeed. And, and as long as I loved his mother, he was fine with it. Um, but you know, like I said, that, 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 I got pushed back and, um, and things that made him angry sometimes came down on me, but he, you know, like you said, Randall, he comes out that they come out the other end and, and McLaren has, has done that. She's, you know, 17 now, 18 this summer and, um, high, senior in high school. And she's sort of come out, uh, of that teenage thing. And then she's, responsible and we have a great relationship and you know we talk more than we ever have um but so you have to know that that's gonna that, that should happen um it may not always happen as fast as you want it to but sure. um but they'll be okay you know once they sort of get out of that teenager teenager-ish uh I don't call it a phase because that that's a little bit demeaning I think but uh they'll, yeah they'll, they'll come through it and and you'll all be better for for you having you know taken a deep breath and taking a step back <laughs> and bite your tongue when you wanted to say <laughs> and something not-
0: Punched him in the throat.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <When they're> being... <laughs> oh yeah, I mean showing them that's a prime way of uh, demonstrating patience. Yes, and, and that could be a game changer for how they are as adults.
0: Yes, of course. How
1: you? Uh, I don't know how my parents didn't that. punch me in the throat. No, <laughs> I don't either. They, they've been clear about that they should have many times with you. <laughs> but I, I was gonna say to to Tom, what's it like with because both of your stepkids to me look just like Rachel <laughs> their genes are strong they're both good looking kids but they look so much like Rachel it's strange yes, they do. it is like clones
2: <laughs> it's it's a little strange obviously for Mason it's it's a different thing but yeah he's a good looking uh, guy though he's one super good looking kid that- uh, that McLaren was in the kitchen at the sink or at the stove or something. And I, and I thought she was Rachel and, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I was about three seconds away from coming up and slapping her ass. Yep, so, you know, so that can be, that can be a little bit difficult. Oh, no. Um, yeah, they, they do, re- <laughs> the, but the thing McLaren says to me all the time is, is there's the three of them and then there's me and, and she, she always complains that I'm bringing down their group average, <laughs> <laughs> which I am, I admit that, but, um, damn <laughs>
0: McLaren. <laughs>
2: Yeah. yeah, that's funny. Yeah, they do, they looked, and I think that, you know, you know, and, and what's actually funny is last, I just saw the picture again today um, in my time hop that I think Mason last year, two years ago, Mason did one of those uh, where he melded his face and my face into one picture.
3: Yeah. Oh, my um, gosh.
2: It was kind of weird because he, he, he could get away as being my son, too. Sure. You know, yeah. like he, obviously, if you look at Rachel McLaren, you'll you'll never separate them. You'll know yeah. where McLaren came from. but. Um, but, I, but I think I look more like Mason than his own father does. So, that's funny. um, so that's, that's a little, uh, it's a little interesting, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I have to sometimes make sure who's in the kitchen before I go oh, slap their gosh. ass or, you know, kiss their neck or something.
1: Yeah. It's a plus for, bad. it's a plus for Brooke though, because with Gunner, she knows exactly what Gunner is going to look like for the rest of his life. Well, you, sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you can, you know exactly what he's going to look like at 40 right. if he grows a beard. It's right here. Oh. He is, I mean, he is every step of the way. He looks like I wonder when he's going to shift. And man, his looks wise. Yeah. But he couldn't be more your son and you, everything else.
0: Personality. Except for like
1: he's brute strong like me and a a superior athlete. I'm
0: what? You're saying I'm not?
1: No, but he's a top level athlete already at five.
2: You're a medium level athlete, bro.
1: Motherfucker. I know. Jesus, But he is, uh, so you know what he's going to look like. It's just, it's crazy. Uh,
0: yeah, well, I mean, because Griffin looked like you when he was a baby, because all babies look like their dads.
1: And then he changed. But,
0: like, how quickly did he start changing? He definitely still has a, some of your features. Like, he has, the, there's, when he first started coming here, like, y'all's profile
1: mm-hmm. was like... Sure. He stands like me still.
0: His mannerisms, mm-hmm. for sure, are are like you. But I see some things but he he definitely looks more and more like his mom The the but when did he start like i mean was it just immediate no it was was, like when he was like three or four it was
1: probably it's probably three or four
0: i'm thinking of pictures of him yeah he kind of
1: shifted like woo yeah he's turning into his but she's still a super handsome young man and i love that yeah he looks it works out perfect similar to mason you mean even though mason looks like Ray, he's a super handsome young man
0: Oh, yeah, you can I mean I look like my dad.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well your dad's a handsome lady or he's a good looking lady. He's produced pretty girls.
0: Yeah.
1: He, Lots of I them. Mean, and that's all he's made is girls. He had five girls. <laughs> all right. Well, this is the last one I wanted to ask you guys, and this one just intrigued me. Um, how would you handle and I don't know if either of you have had to deal with this, but if you have a stepchild brought into the family and you're introducing them to their new side of the family grandparents, aunts, you know, all that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, how grandparents are, they want to hug, kiss, you know, come here. And, you know, mm-hmm. it comes from a place of love. But if that, you know, to a child, they may not be ready for that yet. So how would you handle if the kid is a little apprehensive or should you well, pre-talk Griff- to your family? Griffin's be like, Don't- not a
0: big hugger, but we all force him to. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, but I don't, <laughs> I've always been one that's, you know, if he was showing, like, I don't want to hug, yeah. then I would hope people would just respect that and not, yeah. you know, or kisses, you know, like, they should have a choice on that. I don't want it forced right. down their throats.
2: Yeah, when you I care? actually had that situation, uh, and it turned out it was fine. Like I said, McLaren is not a big hugger. She likes her own space, and she'll hug you if she wants to hug you, but uh-huh. she doesn't like in, in, uh, a... Uh, uh, a surprise hug. Yeah, <laughs> no. Sure. So, um, we, we stopped at my aunt Ginny's house one day and my aunt Ginny is maybe the nicest person alive and, and she's, she's a hugger. And, and the first thing she did was with McLaren, this was, you know, when she was 10 years old, maybe Sure. she went and hugged her. And and for her, it was a sign of welcome to my home. Uh, it was a genuine hug and, yeah. and, and McLaren did it cause she's a polite kid. Mm-hmm. Um, or, and, uh, so it worked out fine. I mean, she loves Aunt Jenny and, and Uncle George now. Uh, really, from that minute. But um, but yeah, I would I would sort of it's sort of hard sometimes in that situation to kind of telegraph that maybe the kid's not a hugger or you know don't you know don't <laughs> hug too long or you know it's a it's a strange yeah. situation because sometimes you don't get the chance to to warn somebody or 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 sure. hope really just hope they read the signs and signals from the kid, but. Um, you know, I wouldn't make the kid go and hug somebody and I, I'm not a right. fan. You must say goodbye and you must say hello and you must hug and you must send a thank you note. I'm not, I'm not really into that. Um, mostly cause my parents made me do it,
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: but yeah, it's a, yeah, you just, you know, you just kind of, if, if, if they do get the hug, then you just hope the kid just takes it with a grain of salt and, uh, doesn't really hold it against them.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just don't, you know, and it's funny cuz it's also from my childhood. Like I think we were all raised in that time where yeah, you were going to hug Aunt Sue, Uncle Bill, Grandma, yeah. Great Grandma, and you
2: can't you know, leave until you say goodbye to everybody kisses for everybody. Kisses from all the Give smoking. Kisses, uh, yep.
0: Well, it's you, that's where your problem lies, right there it is. baby. Is it your smoked relatives all smoke cigarettes by and, the thousands mm-hmm. and they would come hot box your personal space
1: yeah i'm i I don't disagree it has traumatized me and i talk about it nauseam about how it's made me about smoking but man i remember clear as day like having to hug these people and i'd you know the hug i'd be like okay i can side hug and i love them they're family right but then when you got to like kiss them on the cheek and they they just finished their pack of you know non-camel or non-filtered camels and it's terrible it's it and, and if you're a
2: kid, like, old people smell funny. They like, do.
1: God, they, they do. They just
2: do. I mean, you, you go, go to grandma's house, and you're like, why does it smell like mothballs? Yeah, it's so Everything bad. Smells Everything like
0: smells
2: like mothballs. Uh, <laughs> and you just, you know, so you, you go in, you know, whether it's cigarettes or Bengay or whatever. So, just ben as Gays. a child. And I think kids are more sensitive to smell than anything else, new yes. smells. Um, so that you add that to it, whether, like I said, whether it's cigarettes or anything else. Um, it's an awkward thing because kids aren't always, you know, they don't want to hug people they don't know. Strangers are weird.
1: It's So funny though. I remember, uh, I don't know if it was, I think it was Griffin one time when my mom came and saw him when he was like two or three and you know, my mom smokes like a fucking champion <laughs> and she like hugged him or something one time. And he was like, why does mama smell like fire? Oh, <laughs> how's that like, yeah, there is that and now fewer songs, people smoke so it, it probably smells even
2: worse the kids
1: <laughs>
2: it's just crazy
0: and he's just being on he's like what's what's wrong is something Why on fire <laughs> yeah mama what's on fire <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah it's
1: terrible oh that is uh that was a strange one yeah, yeah. but it definitely uh ruined my my life you as a child. have issues it is responsible for my overusing of cologne to this day
0: and your overuse of car air fresheners
1: it, yep. it fucks with you <laughs> it really fucks with you Tom, it, it's cra- i have like a thousand you know the christmas tree air fresheners that everybody puts around their rear view mirrors yeah i don't ever i add to them but i never take them off so like my cars have always had like there'll be a hundred <laughs> By the time I trade the car in, and, you know, I'm obsessive about it smelling good, but people will be in and be like, dude, what the fuck, man? And it's just vanilla aroma, you know.
0: Black ice. Or black ice. Yeah. Those are the two
1: that I use. But- and
0: you know, like, when they run out, like, there's no scent left on it, and yeah. you can get rid no, of it. Of
2: course not. Yeah. yeah. Why, don't, why don't you take them down, or is it like... It's a superstition. Are, thing. Like, what what's the deal with not taking them off the off the rearview mirror? I don't
1: I don't know if it was I think it's superstitious. If it's just become superstitious now, like it's just become one of my little O C D things. Okay. And then everybody got like it became a running joke. So then I dig in more. Like now <laughs> I love all hundred of them. <laughs> So I'm never, never going to take them.
0: Rachel's watch. got some kind of diagnosis. Yeah, there's, that, there's
1: something, sure. I mean, believe me, I've, <laughs> I don't shy away from the fact that some of my shit is re-damn-diculous <laughs> and there is no good, but you know, the only thing you can do is own it yep. and it's consistent. Yep. People know it and they're used to it by now that have,
0: uh, oh yeah, it does. I, I don't even think about it anymore. It's just funny when you bring it up, I'm like, God damn, yes, you have 87 Trees hanging from your rearview mirror. Now that you've had that truck for five years, <laughs> yeah.
2: By the time I you trade, change them, you change them like on the first of every month, so that you know like how long you've been doing it. Or no, every time when every, they when they need the 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 smell boost.
1: Well, I do them every time I wash my truck, and okay. I'm I'm pretty obsessive about the truck being clean. <laughs> so I, I mean, every there can week. be times where it is a little strong.
2: You know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll get in the truck. I'm like, my eyes are watering, babe. Yeah.
2: <laughs> this is ridiculous. So, maybe, so what you're saying is, is the, the, the most recent one may not even be done yet.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah.
2: Okay, so you ever. might be adding smell to smell to oh, smell. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, but they're the same. I'm not going to mix like a vanilla aroma with a black well, ice. that would just new. be fucking No, who ridiculous. would do that? That would just
2: be uh, silly. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? I'm, what kind of person would do that?
1: Yeah, and there's not going <laughs> to be a rogue like watermelon in the middle of my all... Yellow or black mm-hmm. air fresheners. It's going to be one of those two. I mean, yeah,
2: sure. Not going to be and any fucking. a friend of Randall's and you can go put a watermelon air I freshener know. in his truck now.
0: I'm going to take one of my cotton candies out of my car and put it in your...
2: What's great about <laughs> it, though, is... No people are going to screw it up. They're going to fuck with you on purpose now.
1: When we had Shane on and he confirmed yes. about my car in college, he was yes. like, all the fucking vanilla aromas. He's
0: like, 70
1: vanilla aromas. <laughs> yeah, in my car all the way back in college. Thanks mom
2: and dad. I, I can't stand vanilla. Like I the, the, I for sure. like most of those things are too artificial for me anyway. But that. vanilla aroma sounds disgusting. It makes me kind of <laughs> want to vomit. it.
1: They're, they're strong. I love the smell of it. vanilla and ugh. I'm weird. I like vanilla, vanilla and coconut. Yeah. Not coconut um Yeah. Yeah, it is coconut. Yeah. What's the lotion?
0: Yeah.
1: Coconut. Yeah. Oh, cocoa butter. Cocoa butter. That's I love those. Yeah,
0: well, and the perfume you got me for Christmas is, like, vanilla.
1: Yeah, it's definitely got a strong vanilla smell to yeah. it. It smells glorious. But, yeah, everybody's – it's no problem that Tom doesn't – because there's some smells that other people like that I'm like, dude, that makes me want
2: to throw up.
0: <laughs>
2: and I oh, can't yeah. handle it. Parmesan cheese if you're not eating it. If oh, someone puts pr- Parmesan on, like, pasta. It Brussels smells like, sprouts. smells
0: like feet. Oh, and br- Brussels sprouts. So Ooh. many things that I love. Like, Brussels sprout- sprouts smell like – farts pure farts pure farts <laughs> and, Yeah, they sure do and i fucking love them but like when i heat them up at work for like leftovers and i come i'm like sorry guys it's the Brussels sprouts i
1: promise <laughs> it's about the as sorry
0: <laughs> yeah it's not fish i'm not a, a monster
1: <laughs> yeah well tom before we go i wanted to bring sure. something up to ask you that's totally separate than the the sure. step parenting and this was awesome i appreciate you talking with us about that but i want to talk Anytime. about are you still doing the uh improv stuff
2: yeah i um so what i did was i took five different levels of improv uh at second city last year i took what? actually no. it was four courses one of them ended up being combined two levels four eight week courses of improv so i graduated from their beginner improv program and then i took a stand up class uh just that ended just before christmas um, the new term actually starts next week and I'm, I'm not taking anything right now just because I have a lot of business travel mm-hmm. in the first part of the year. So I don't, I don't want to miss too many classes. Um, but I'll probably take either some writing courses. Uh, for example, the onion has a, has four or five levels of, of writing courses at second city. Oh,
3: cool. Uh, so
2: I might do that cause that's kind of fun. I've always had that like fake news, satire news yeah, kind of vo- awesome. kind of writing voice. Um so, and I might there's still another level of stand up I I haven't done. Um so I want to do some open mics around Indiana and Chicago. Uh first before I I really want to know what I need to work on when I take another level of stand up. Uh so I'll do that at some point but probably not till we move to Chicago which we're planning on doing in in August or September this year. Oh that's glorious. Was, but, oh, so yeah. two things on that. For one,
1: sure. second city is legendary. Of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the the powerhouses that have come out of that fucking place. and not Farley have come Endless. out of there? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like,
2: there are dozens of people who have come out of Second Tina City. Faye, Bill Murray?
1: Believe,
2: yeah. Is yeah, Bill Murray. Bill Murray uh, I get Bob Odenkirk. Yes. He's going to. Yeah. Bob Odenkirk's coming back to town this week to give. He's giving a a one-day improv workshop, and then he's doing a and a the next day. Um, so I couldn't get into the improv workshop. Um but there was there was I got a ticket to the Q and A session with them on Saturday afternoon. That's so totally sometimes they come back cool. to, to Second City. But everybody like everybody, Tina fey has been through. Yeah, Molly Poehler, Shannon, I think.
1: What yeah. It? So many,
2: you know so many people have gone through Second City. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. Well so how was that have you done an official like because uh, I thought I saw a picture of You, you have done a stand up set now, right?
2: Yeah, at the end of my at the end of my class, there's um, there was a, essentially a graduation show at the end of your class. you, yeah. you all do a uh, you do a show um, at Second City. Um, so yeah, I did I did a five minute set. We all did a five minute set in one of the one they've got four or five different theaters. Um, so yeah, I did it, uh, which is cool to do your first one at the Second City. Yeah, uh, and then uh, you know it's, we all have uh, everyone in the class sort of exchanges information about where the open mics are. Uh, so I haven't done anything outside of Second City yet, uh, mostly because I'm an hour from Chicago and it just isn't really convenient for my schedule to to be up in Chicago every night.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but there is a, there's actually a uh, there's a a bar here in uh, in Indiana that has a comedy night, and uh, and and the guy who runs it is is a guy who runs shows in Chicago, so. Uh, I might have the luxury of doing it five minutes from home for a while.
3: Sweet. Um,
2: That's nice. So I'm trying to set that up, but again, like I said, business travel is the next couple of weeks. I don't think I can get going until three weeks from now. But yeah, so I'm going to look for some open mics and try to do some stand up in between. But once I really get into Chicago, then it'll be a lot easier for me to to work on that, um, just as sort just as a hobby, really, just have a little bit of fun with it.
1: Well, how uh, how That's terrifying that was that? Your first. time? It was time?
2: actually I, you know when I started the improv class the. Um, two of my classmates said they had graduated uh, or had taken the stand-up classes and they were doing stand-up. And at the time when I started the improv, that kind of frightened me. I'm like, how the, I said, power to more power to you. Cause I couldn't do that. I sure. like that would scare me. But when I did the improv, um, you know, I found having done both now, I found that improv gave me a little bit more anxiety because it's just so it's on the fly. Like yeah. you have to be thinking quickly. Sure. And with stand-up, it's, it's really, it's you, it's your material. It's, You know, obviously you have to remember your material, but it's the way you deliver it. It's the pauses you take, you know, you sort of control the whole thing. So for me, that made me less nervous. So I liked, I think I liked to stand up a little bit better, but the one time I did it, it went well. So that's why I really enjoyed it. You know, there are going to be times I bomb and it's not going to be nearly as fun, but, um, but I liked it. I think I did like it better than improv. Oh, interesting. We went to, you know, what's interesting is when we were in Charleston, uh, last week, we, went to an improv show on Friday night and I was like, okay, well, how good is this going to be? <laughs> um, and, and I don't know where, where the, the people in the, in the troupe learned improv. Um, but they've been doing it for a long time. I, we read up on them afterwards. It was really funny. Like I was, I, I was initially kind of skeptical, but, but I, after I watched them, I'm like, they're really good. I'm not sure I could play with them. Yeah. You know, and, I, and I've been to, I've graduated Second City. You know, I mm-hmm. got all like oity-toity about it. <laughs> uh, but they were, they were really great. And, and when, uh, when we go down to Charleston again, we'll definitely stop in for sure.
1: Yeah, we went last night to, in Woodstock, Georgia, to a little uh, competition, a comedy competition. Just $10 a ticket. And you listened to four comedians and voted for who was the best. And they were from around here. They're, you know, furthest away was McDonough.
3: Mm-hmm. So they're yeah.
1: from right here. And three of the four of them, to me, were as good as anything on TV.
0: Oh, yeah. We were done. I mean, like. They
1: were fucking incredible. Yeah. You know, so the talent is everywhere. It's not just your big There there is There is
2: talent everywhere. And and if you're, I think really the secret to whether it's improv or or stand-up or any sort of entertainment, plays or musicals, It's just your, I think it's your comfort on stage, you know, can make you successful. Like, I was very comfortable in my stand-up set, and it went really well. Um so yeah, there's there's talent everywhere, and, and you know, like you said, that it's sometimes you, in your local club you get an open mic that's funnier than something you find on Netflix. Yeah,
1: yeah. That shit was awesome. We had a great
2: time. That's well, awesome.
0: What I happened? can't wait to hear about you going back though and getting some more.
1: Hell no,
2: I want to hear. Yeah, so I'm, sure. Sure. I'm looking Keep forward to, to doing a little bit more stand up and seeing yeah. seeing just sort of how much I want to continue to do it. But um, I'm a writer by nature, so stand up is. The performing part, I, you know, I had to sort of psych myself into, but, uh, but the writing was, uh, was what I'm comfortable with. So, um, so we'll see, you know, whatever I can do on the side to make people laugh, I think it'll be fun. So, awesome. you know, keep me, keep me busy and out of trouble, which is important. <laughs> yeah, you, you
1: know, it's very, he has a very similar, uh, route as Amy Lyle. Yeah. Amy's done stand up. Yeah. She's a writer. I don't know if you heard about, you know, she's been on our show a couple of times. She's in Atlanta. Sure. She just sold her screenplay. Um, that's being made, but and she's, she's had two books. Come Yeah, out. She's awesome. Yeah. She's a lot. Oh, she reminds cool. me a lot of uh, Tina Fey. Actually, she looks like her. Yeah. But yeah, cool. Right, yeah, I Tom. always say if
2: you can, if you can write and if you're funny, there, there, you know, could be possibilities for you. Um, Gosh, yes. yeah, I'm doing it just cause it's fun and who knows what the future brings, but you know, I just, like I said, I'm doing it cause it's fun for me. And, uh, You know, something to do. So, Um, but it's yeah. It's everyone. I I think everyone should take an improv class. Rachel won't do it. I'm trying to talk her into it, um, but she won't do it. Um, Sounds terrifying. Improv is great. It just (laughs) it kind of resets your mind a little bit.
0: Oh yeah, I'm sure it is. Like, to actually like make that first leap to do it
1: terrifying no I, I applaud it the yeah. the nads it takes oh yeah to get for up sure <laughs> yeah it's so
2: much, it's so much fun <sighs>
1: well all right tom well we're gonna run brother we appreciate you coming on man absolutely. You, thanks for having me i appreciate awesome. it and uh, i'll get you that fantasy info so next year we're having you on the league heck
2: yeah absolutely i'd love to be in the league and uh show you guys how to win <laughs> there you go brother well all right man Definitely. we'll give uh give our
1: love to uh the powerful rachel miller and uh, <laughs> i will do that take care guys yeah we'll holler at you buddy
3: bye okay bye bye
1: <laughs> What? <laughs>